This has been Sion Griper, 718-339-6020. The text, 347-927-8398. That's www.jradio.com. We're just passing the Yunta of Shruos. Shruos, we learn many things. One thing we hear, we heard it was the time of uh, Tshuva, time of Kapara. Very, very holy day, holy days. And that we have to use now the sweetness of Torah and its teachings to live a better life. To focus on how this one means me, you, to look at oneself. Now is this one going to work on himself and herself? So I heard a fascinating story of Lisa Ginsburg on Shabbos. A great rub in the last generation, we're talking about 10, 15 years ago, <coughs> was a big, big smoker in the early goings. I guess in the 20s, 30s when <coughs> smoking was not uh, looked upon as dangerous and or not too dangerous anyway. <clears throat> was a big rush to smoke and has a cup of tea and learn Torah and became one of the greatest, one of the greatest of all time, so called. <clears throat> Yet one day he got sick, very sick, and it was because of the smoking. <clears throat> and what happened was <clears throat> he had to go for a major operation. And after the operation. What happened was he was feeling very bad. He was shvach and not feeling well. So what he did, of course, not feeling so good, he got a cigarette and started smoking it. <clears throat> and the doctor came in and saw he was drink he was smoking, grabbed the cigarette, grabbed the pack, threw it away, and said, "Malcolm Avos." In other words, you want something to come? Do you want to kill yourself? And it was very loud and strong. And it had such an effect on this big rub, he decided at that moment, I'm never, never, never going to smoke a cigarette again. <clears throat> and this shock turned him totally around. And then afterwards, I spoke to a friend, told me he had a situation, he was drinking caffeine-free or sugar-free diet soda and my bottles a day. So he got a certain email that told him it's dangerous to the brain, this new too sweet. He took it to heart, he stopped. And so feel me shocked now, after a year of stopping. So sometime to change ourselves, a method is a, a shock experience. Blazer says sometimes it's a cold turkey method, but the son can't play game one day to the other. Sometimes. So one way to think about working on ourselves is a little bit of this shock method of sometimes saying, I see I keep getting in trouble doing this. I see my diet's not healthy. I see by not sleeping enough, I'm nervous. Just go, go over certain things. 
And unfortunately, you can look and read about these things. The ramifications are dangerous. A person could look and be a little shocked. What could happen? Also, bad does too. Jealousy, anger, what it does destroys. And look a little into it, and a person could be shocked and say, wait a second, I have to turn a new leaf. I have to turn a new leaf. And the truth of the matter is we can. It's another method to have the shock. We're a million method of realizing we're millionaires. And tape number one, saying, thinking to Hashem, thinking in this world. The brother said, if you won a million dollar lottery and you came into your house, you wouldn't say hello to your wife, you'd sing to your wife. And a person, we, we mentioned, we have a campaign for weeks and weeks on Smea Pachelko. Stop during the day. It's all of us. We have a never difficult time, but try to stop a little bit. Put some clean furniture in your mind. And think even now to go over the blessings from your health and your family. And that lasts, unfortunately, you have, we hear things and last for a day or two. No, we have to repeat every day. Talking to myself. Every day, every day, have to stop. Smell the stop. And then maybe also that will make a big change in our disposition. A person who walks home and thinks he's a millionaire and knows he's a millionaire and know what he says and does has, as an influence, he will have a different home. So sometimes we just have to shock ourselves. And if you slip, you slip once in a while. But there are big things. The mind has power. And the Malbim says in this, I think, on measures in Braikra, that a person who goes the route of Taiva, goes the route, this is who I am, and doesn't think too much about what he's doing, how he's doing, he's saying he doesn't gang, he eats too much, says this, does this, he's lazy here, but doesn't think about it. So that's the way his life, her life is going to go. That's the way it's going to go. When you decide, that's where it's going to go. There are, of course, circumstances we don't understand why this happens to this person, but in general, that's true. But the Malbim says another chiddush, though. If a person works very hard on improving oneself and working on controlling the taiva and the gaiva, the covid, the kina, the jealousy, works on it. And certain things you know, you have to take a chesed and nefesh and works on it. Not only the way you want to go will be positive, but you'll see some supernatural things. You'll see miracles. And if we look at ourselves a little bit, and among us, people working so hard on themselves, from Balchuvas to everybody else, if you look at your lives, would you think 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 20 years ago would be the same? We take it for granted. I've been a good boy, and Hashem sent this. No. This is supernatural, guys. In the world at large, it is not so. What's going on in families and in individuals and and children, a person who tried, tried, tried to be emistic and worked on himself, worked on herself, sees a lot of things that are really, really open miracles, but we don't see it. We don't think about it. And of course, there are bumps and hard times, and sometimes we try our best and seem like it doesn't work. But again, the working on ourselves, see, so it works through the shock, or you could work on yourself through the smear Miller was very into the second one. 
smell the chalakos. Think, think, think. And this is a way from Shavuos to do tshuva. This is the way for Torah to enter our lives. That we can make, <clears throat> say, I'm going to make that change. There's a third from the Pasha when it deals with the Nazir. I looked a little, but a certain roof said the Nazir is in third party. Like he, 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 not you, you, you. So it's interesting that this Rav utilized it to say, what is the Nazir trying to do? He's trying to improve himself, right? Control himself in different areas. He saw something he shouldn't have seen, et cetera, et cetera. And he works on himself, not only no grapes and no wine, but it's, it's a whole avoda with his hair long. And it's really main thing is to work on himself, herself. So he said a tremendous insight, this Rav. He said that this is, when it says it in the third person, it means a person that knows he has to look at himself objectively, like outside of himself. Step back and look at yourself from the morning, how you acted, what you did, etc. And take yourself out of yourself for a little bit. That's so hard. If we do it for a, for a minute, it's a, it's a mila. And it's hard. It's real work. It's real work. Talking to myself, it's real work. It's incredible work, but to step outside of yourself and be objective. Look at the way I wake up in the morning. Look at the way this is. Wait a second. Maybe I, another five minutes early, I'll make it in time. Maybe I need a little more sleep. I'll be a little more rested. And how I wake up and what I say and what I do. Maybe my, my clothes are never ready. Objective, the outside source. What do you recommend to yourself? Maybe I should have clothes the night before. But it takes a lot of work, too. This is another process to be objective. With yourself, step out like the noise there. Step out of yourself and look at who, what you are, from your actions to your word to your mitas, and think a little thing to change, a little thing to fix. So these are tremendous, tremendous uh, ways to look. The, the you see the sages, how they taught us tremendous things. Again, a, a shock that turns us around. Maybe a chelko could turn you around. And now we see the miracles that happen because of it when you turn around. And then also the idea of Anozir, that you can look at yourself objectively how to improve. And there's another. This is called, in Das Devunos, it's, uh, it talks about a kilkul. Everyone in their life has kikulum. They make mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. And now when you're 20, 30, 40, 50, goodness, we have a lot behind us. And unfortunately, things will come. Well, fortunately, things will come up in our lives that are really trying to fix this kilkul. But you don't remember when you used to talk back to your parents. All of a sudden, we're in our own house and we have someone talking back to us, and we're enraged. And but first of all, it could be a tikkun from my kilkul, what I did when I was little. And someone told me a scenario happened 20 years ago when an 18-year-old boy. And boy was a very, very jumpy, jumpy boy. So the school, at the end of the year, wanted a meeting with the parents, with the teachers, and with the boy. So the father was very worried. Because a meeting with everybody, saying is good and saying is bad, the boy could be walked out, wiped out forever. Meetings like this have to be so tailor-made. Tailor-made... So it comes out constructively. If not tailor made, a child could be wiped out. Because you'll say all the good in the world, but as soon as you say the negative, 
That's why this meeting was about. That's why it happened. So what happened was, Father told me, spoke to a rav to find out, you know, maybe why the son has to be there. So, but that he told me that he learned that year he was learning dastavunos by kilikuls sent to us for us to make a tikkun. So usually we see a kaddish baruch who a big sadikum. He missed a bus. Ah, Hashem sent it that way so I can walk. Or I meet this person by shirt. Or I didn't get this job by shirt. We look at so many different things and we go over. Ah, we see. But not so personal. Not so much they affect our life big time. But often we see from this difficult time a little bit. But many times we become sadiqim. Oh, I see this. Why this happened daily. But when... Something's very personal. It's very hard. Because father walked in and he's a little worried about his child and he didn't look at anything else about what, what do they want and how are they going to proceed and what his son. He couldn't see anything else. And same as, you know, husband comes into the house and wife gives it to him. He doesn't say, ah, oh, this is by sherit. This is a kilkul of mine. I have to make a tikkun. <laughs> We're going, what's going on with her? How could I avoid conflict and be smart? And the other way around, a woman, a husband comes in and says a couple of words, does a couple of things, and the first thing is not, uh, it's a kilko for me, what I did when I was little, and I have to make a tikkun. What am I going to do? The least thing from my mind. So this man started saying, let me look instead of, I'm going to look at what I hope would happen at the meeting, et cetera, et cetera. And when he spoke to the school concerning the meeting, he was shocked. They weren't sure when they're going to bring the son in, the beginning, the end. It was like, it was like totally not planned. He got more worried. So this man started doing a little cheshman nefesh. Look at his own kilkul. Maybe I haven't been paying tuitions on time. So right away he said, you wrote down, I'm going to rectify it. And he wrote down, maybe I wasn't such a good son myself. Maybe I gave my parents a lot of Agbis Nefesh. He wrote that down. Decided I'm going to learn to save and keep up myself and do more myself. Be parents in this world, not this world. I think his parents were out of the world by then. And he started looking. Different things he did. He looked, he saw, he said, he thought. Went over a big judgment because I'm going to learn Shari Tshuva now. And he really did a, a big, big research but not in a negative way, of how to make a tikkun, how to try to fix up. And he thought of ways to fix things up too. There are ways. You talk too much or you do things, you're, sent, you're selfish. There's so many different forms, so many, things, so many things we could do. So he thought, thought. But then he says, as Azabuno says, that's in this little charm, the author, same, says, but you had bottom line, you have to have betachin. So he says, after all this, I'm going to go into this meeting and I'm going to have betachin that a Kaddish Baruch Hu will run the show. This is Maisei Shehoi, told me. Tremendous thing. So he went in this meeting and this son wasn't at the meeting yet. They got to talk. And they said, we should bring him in. And so the father constantly says, Siyat to himself. He's, he said, I don't know. It doesn't tell me. Let's see what we're doing. So then the teachers each went over. Oh, he's strong and strong and strong. 
And even the nicest teachers came up with negative. Sometimes he talks too much. Sometimes he walks out of his seat. And they went into a whole thing. And at the end of that discussion, the father was saying to himself, if my son was in there, it would have destroyed him. Even with all the positive things they were saying. They really weren't planned at this meeting. weren't uh, set for the meeting. But so then what happened was they started asking what to do. How to proceed. Bring the child in, what to do. It wasn't anything so set. Maybe we should get help outside, maybe this or that, connect to the school. Then, all of a sudden, at the meeting, he told me, things turned right around. And one person said, when the counselor's there, said, what do you think to the father? How do you think we should proceed? He almost fell down. And he mentioned, I'm not the most comfortable bringing the son in at the moment because we don't have exact plans. We have some plans. So then one of the people, <clears throat> it's interesting, he told me the head person, the man in charge, had to go out for a second. So at that time, one person said, you know, let's tell your son some good points and then we should meet next week or so to talk over how to implement some of the things we want. Another person, the teacher, said, you know, that's a good idea. And the fellow saying to himself is exactly what I, what I hoped. Then the son was brought into the meeting like for five minutes. Then the big person came back in again who didn't hear that conversation. And then after the encouragement... Boy walked out. The boy, the father told me after the boy said, "Come on, what, what really happened at the meeting?" But he was saved. And then after the boy left, this big person said, "What do you mean? We were supposed to say this, 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 and this?" And they said, "Well, the, the other ones, the counselor and the teacher said, well, you weren't here at that time. We discussed it would be better." The person was shocked. But that's how it ended. So he walked out of the meeting. He told me in an ecstasy, but not. Be- just because it worked out very nicely at this moment. There's still probably more to go, he said. You know, at that moment he knew he was more he had to deal with, ended up working out very well. But he said at that moment he was exhilarated because he realized he was, he tried to connect, he said, because maybe the kill cool, some of the things I did in the past from the tuitions, I think, and my Kibaba aim. And other things I have to fix up. And by going into myself a little bit, because this situation is being sent for me. As much as for my son and the other people involved, every, this situation that we're all at is for all of us to be here. I'm sending like that. So I have to think about what's best for my son, what's best for the situation. Yes, but on the other hand, that he looked into himself to see and do review about himself and then come up with some things to fix. Again, may I pay old tuitions. And maybe that's what I'm going to do now. And now I'm going to learn Kibabe. Now I'm going to go to go over different aspects. And a whole plan of trying, and he told me he's been doing it now 10, 15, 20 years. And all, but what he saw was most exciting, he said, that the meeting, if he would have just come and stomp, could have been disastrous, but instead, it was like Hashem just turned it around. 
And when they said to him, what do you think, Father? And he had a little theater to say something, and everyone you know, jumped in and almost joined his bandwagon. He says, that was a Polish Baruch Kept saying, he told me, Siatishmat, everybody. He also said, everybody. And that because of that, introspection and thinking had a fix. And then saying to himself, it's all up to you. And try to get rid of any nervousness he had, any doubts he had. And he said, I still have to work, work on myself, he said to himself. But it's all up to Kodesh Baruch. And he walked out realizing tremendous, tremendous insight with himself. And he thinks it helped so much that when situations came his way, instead of, especially dealing with children, dealing with maids, dealing with other situations, when you're coming into a hard situation, when you walk in the house at night, you know something's going to be. The first thing to do is not to blame the, the other, not to look at... Know, the blame of this one, the weakness in that one, but to look at oneself. Now, this situation is happening to you. In many situations we deal with on a daily basis, we have an idea when you wake up. Every morning we have an idea of what's going to be. The same routines. And get ready to daven. And you go daven. And we know our davening is with kavana or not. And we know we go learn we sleep in or not. And we know we go to work what the deal is. And we know when we come home at night, what the deal is. So, so much of our situations, we know. And instead of going to the situation, ah, my boss. And ah, it's too early. Ah, my wife. Ah, my children. This problem, that problem. A person can really sit back and review and think. And you'll see a tremendous insight, he said to me, that... You'll see through a hard time, it's really meant to fix you. And you start seeing it because you're doing some retrospection and reviewing, reviewing your own kilkul. And something you don't remember from when you were little. But you start going over a little bit in a positive fashion, only to fix. And then the situations you're in, the Malbum says, you'll see miracles. You'll actually see a happier home. You're, happy, you're able to see a happy workplace. You'll see. What do you mean? It's up to them how they act. It's up to them. No, 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 no. That's the Chiddush here. It's up to you. If you work on major, major change, and you can start little by little, like we just said, one kickle, another kickle. And then tikkun, and tikkun, and tikkun, and a person will see things around him and her improving. And sometimes it could be one's in a situation where you keep looking at yourself and the predicament keeps coming up. And you have to ask authorities what to do. Maybe it means you've got to change direction, change pace, or many, many other things too. But I would guess most of the time... It's ourselves, and if we do something about it, we really can improve most, most situations. So after hearing that from this man, I started even doing it myself. And Baruch Hashem, it's a big thing. Any situation you're going to get in from morning to night, and you pretty much know most of them. 
Why the big most boss, you know, meeting with the boss and it means raise or not or job or not. Interview, job or not. Before you're going into the situation, of course, you got to prepare yourself, etc. But maybe a little bit is a little uh, What kill cool have I done? What I do in the past, I was a lazy here, could have been more energetic in the past when working or to school or whatever it is. And then I'm going to fix it up now. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to do this, do that. This meaning could be much different, could end up much different than you thought. Then you have Betachem and Hashem. So we're going to look a little bit how to utilize these thoughts in marriage. That we know one of the famous, famous commandments, or Miller's commandments, is be realistic, expect the unexpected. This is uh, <clears throat> something that it says expect the unexpected, be realistic. In most cases, we not expect the unexpected. Most of it is expected, and we just just do the same old thing, and and we try to fix things. Or we don't try to fix things, and day after day, and the same things happen. And the same times we get upset, etc. Constantly <clears throat> mention that the story of a sixteen-year-old married couple. But we want to see if we can utilize this to learn and review our teachings today. So we mentioned 16 years married. Uh, Save the rabbi. The rabbi's got a phone call. My wife runs out, and all the things under the sun. Then said my wife speaks to one person one time. Rub got on the phone with the wife, and the wife says he doesn't help in the house, he doesn't learn, he works a little bit, and came up with all the tiniest, and my rebellion, and the therapists, and agencies who said, get out, people on the street say, get out, what are you doing with him? And this was the situation. Then he called me back later, and I said to myself, he expects a miracle here. So the situation was that he was told what to do. First, the, the shock treatment, like we just said. He just got the shock treatment. And unfortunately, it's not the best way to try to figure out a miracle. But the shock treatments, a person has to look very personal. Very personal. Take a big step back and go over. Stop blaming everybody else. Stop blaming everybody else. First, look at yourself. Go introspection. Go into, you know, keep cool, like we said, and go and review, review. To this man, he was in shock. He was going like, what am I going to do now? So he's told to do extreme stuff. And he uses seichel to do it. Not thinking... Well, why? What about her? And all that? Nope. So he was told it's Thursday night, clean the house, fix it as clean as possible, the kitchen, the sink, so your wife will wake up 
Friday morning with a clean sink. You thought about her. And the Shabbos, make sure you have some Torah at the Shabbos table. Sing, make it a Shabbos table. And Shabbos too, spend time with the children. And sit with them, play. Shabbos parties are crucial. And you have to play Simon Says with your wife. Whatever she says, yes, sure, yes, sure. And at the same time, give her encouragement, encouragement, courage, and every good thing she does. She won't go for that so fast. But yes, sure, yes, sure. Even if you don't know, she doesn't ask you. Get that broom out anyway. And the fifth thing we said to him, listen, you have a job. Yeah, you you got to push to work more, to work more. These were the areas. Area who's helping out, seriously looks to being sensitive to the lady, to learning Torah with, sharing Torah with the family, spending time with the family, the children. And Simon says, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. We call it no tension zone. Encouraging the wife. It's the other way around, too. Encouraging the wife. Yeah, sure to the wife. And even when you disagree, I hear what you're saying. You have to listen. So I, he was told not to tell the lady and... And I told his lady, lady got a phone, the rep got a phone call that, what are you helping my husband for? I had enough. So a call on Sunday came to the rub saying, it was from the lady, it was a miracle weekend. He was so good. The sink was clean for me. And with the children, he was wonderful. His Torah was wonderful. And we got along, got along, unbelievable. What do I do now? What do I tell everybody? He's wanted to much me to get out and look. I mean, it was amazing. Rob said, "Call me tomorrow. See what happens." Again, she called the next day, and the same thing. Continuation. The shock woke this guy up, but he utilized it. And a shock doesn't have to be a hundred percent shock. Goodbye. Shock could be a five percent shock, a ten percent shock, and he responded. And she was open enough, which is Aisha uh, Chayel. And after that, Rev called the man and says, every three days I'm going to call you. Make sure you do. This is no hocus pocus. This is the real deal. You're doing what you have to do now. And after three days, you got to call. Three days, and all of a sudden, two weeks, she called to complain that he's so busy. He's working full time now, extra hours, comes home and helps. But he doesn't have time to tow right now. So the Rev said, we'll get him a Shabbos shear. But you see here how a, sh- a shock turned it around. And truth of the matter is, he did tshuva. He changed his way. Like the Malam says, we say, I mean, you saw a supernatural miracle go on here. And also we see concerning Kilko. Kilko of not treating the wife in the best way. Yes, sure, and being there for Kilko of not learning Torah. Kilkul of not being sensitive and involved with the children enough. Kilkul of not working. You have to work. You have to help support. There's different lives, kola lives, etc. But everyone knows what I mean. And all these things he wasn't doing. And for some reason he worked on a tikkun right away with each one of these. And this is a years later now. And it was heard that they're doing very nicely. So you see that a person can make that change. And the other person is open up also to see it. But that self-motivation, his, his doing, made the whole scene different. 
wasn't his wife. What she did, it didn't do at the moment. And it's generally like, like that. We have to do what we have to do. And he, again, the shock and the looking at it, the kikulim, what he wasn't doing, and he went probably that reviewed a little bit. It wasn't just one day, years and years of being slack in his avoda. And the story is also lady, 22 years married. You have a call, complain, complain, complain of all the years. Da, da, da. Every once in a while, this rabbi got a call for her, from her, complaining about him, him, him. So it was asked, what do you do when he comes in? Uh, and I just wait for him to say something. So it was mentioned, maybe you should give him that big hello, the big smile. And have something for him to eat, maybe. And she did. And then she called the next day. She said, wow, it was a nice evening. Another thing happened. 11 years married. Again, coming home, running out. And uh, again, he could be at fault and all these things too, but we're not looking at it at this moment. And she was told a similar thing. Comes home. Let's see what we can do. What can we do? And again, this is, again, she's going through a certain shock. You know, be realistic. Expect the unexpected. This is like, what's going on here? Instead of right away throwing the book at him, started looking at herself a little bit. What's, maybe, what's my kilkel? Maybe that I'm not prepared and able to give him that, that respect when he had a hard day. But I had a hard day. I had a hard day. Okay, good. We understand that. But let's look at maybe what I'm supposed to be doing too. And we have all excuses. Look at much I do. Look what he does, etc. Back and forth. So instead, she took it to heart and said, "Okay." Made him a nice spread. It was a watermelon spread. Gave him a half hour to relax, and then spoke to him nicely, almost like my hero. So you see, she worked on her speech, and she worked on her outer. Emotions, and she made something nice for him. And also, so this all worked where another call was the next day before Shabbos, and she said, A miracle. He stayed home a little bit, went out to learn, came home early, today too, and then called the week after about what to do next, and all about what she can do. And again, this is a little shock to her. Look what's going on here. But the shock, she reacted, okay, how can we fix it? And she didn't, she was open enough to work on fixing it. And right away, again, some of the other things we mentioned, Samantha Chelko. I mean, she realized after a little bit, look what I have. I have a family and so many different things and wonderful things. Samantha should make me want to appreciate, want to do better. Something we have to step out of ourselves and say, well, what am I doing? Maybe I'm not doing these certain things that can turn things around. It takes objective, like the noise here. You have to go outside yourself and check. And then the kilical. Maybe certain things, I'm not being so sensitive. Not so sensitive. And then the person go back in his or her past and go, wait a second, was I so sensitive to my parents? They're so sensitive. Maybe you have to do some research. What does this, this have to do with this? You don't know. You can do research. Wait a second. Was I the best 
son or daughter? Why, why the best, was I the best daughter to my father and mother? So maybe this insensitivity that I had then is the same now. Maybe I have to work on it. You can learn laws of Kiva how to treat. Maybe you'll treat your husband like that too. And it could be other things. You know, I know with money. Maybe I could be a little more frugal. A little bit. Listen, I need every penny I know. You know, my husband doesn't understand anyway how I spend and he spends. I mentioned man goes to the store to get milk and eggs for five bucks or so or more now. Who knows? And says so she goes, it's a $50 bill. Tissues and everything else, oranges, but it's different. But this is the way it is. Broken Shem, you need a house that's secure and stable, so the wife does it. So men don't understand, and women understand, men don't understand men when they get a, all out of whack. But we can do a little bit. Maybe I'll buy one thing less. Maybe I'll try to think a little more or thank him for working. So a person can work on herself. Maybe she's little, she doesn't spend quite a bit and didn't think. I kind of have the same kind of thinking. I come from a house. It was a lot of money. I know a couple told me she came from a house of millionaires and he came from a house of lower middle class. And all of a sudden they got married and she was living this lifestyle, but very good girl, but not meaning it. And this man, it was hard for both of them to understand each other. So they... But after a while, she understood, listen, I'm trying. She said, I'm trying, trying. And he understood she's trying and has to work. He had to work. Every man has to work, you know, quite a bit anyway. There's two, three jobs. I mean, that's part of the program. And, but it's all good. So a person has to know that maybe it's me and a woman can do that too. Think about what I did in the past. Maybe I can learn about Hilchah's Mamanos. This I love by Badna, Rab Badna, by Mamanos, how to deal with money. How to be very careful with money for men and women. And his laws, Lush and Hara, be careful with the mouth. And there's Shari Tuber, how to improve oneself. So a person can look into him or herself and working on improvement. And so much we can gain from the introspection. We know like the second commandment about routines. Again, the same thing. Things are going out of whack. Shocking experiences. Maybe your routines are not what they should be. A man waking up with a little hello, have a great day to his wife from a note to any way to say hello and have a good day. And during the day, a little call. Coming home, what can I do? And then coming home, we mentioned take a little walk around the block or had a little something to eat before he walks in in the best, best possible mood. And a woman, too, can go through a day also. <clears throat> well, no for her husband. A little call, how are you? He comes home, how was work? Same thing, good routines. And when things are going out of whack a little bit, the shocking experience, little ones, big ones, reflect, reflect, reflect. And start doing something. What can I do? Create better, healthy routines. Be a walk, a Tuesday night walk, a Sunday walk with each other, whatever it is. But look, look at yourself. And then you look at oneself. 
and uh, there's a shot going on. But you can think of Ramilus Mayapachelko happy with looking to what you have. You have a family because you're husband and wife. And then you can start looking out, take yourself outside of the picture, like we said, and look at yourself as a third person. Say, you know something? Maybe if I did this, this, and this. Look at yourself. You're giving advice to yourself. You're a third person. You're looking at yourself objectively. You'll see so many nice things you were able to be able to do and keep create positive, constructive routines. And the kilkel again. Many times routines because of laziness. <clears throat> so maybe that you're not keeping your routines. I'm not in the mood to take out the garbage. I'm not in the mood to do dishes. I'm not in the whoever is. Everyone can help in both of these things, of course. But a person can look and say, wait a second, maybe I'm this trouble now because of my kilko. I'm being a little lazy. I'm being a little selfish. I'm thinking about myself, thinking about my day. Or I'm involved in this and this and this and this activity instead so of chesed comes, chesed starts at home. Many times people could run or run around for friends and neighbors and run around and forget to have supper for the husband or help with the supper for the, with the wife. It's a big thing. So you have to look at your kilko. Look at yourself. When I was younger, I never kept kept the schedules. I never. So maybe now it's time. How to improve and make a tikkun in that area. Look how to live every day normally. So it's an incredible thing how a person can utilize all this to improve himself, prove herself, and become better. So just to review, that person, after Shavuos, we learned concerning tshuva, improvement, the sweetness of Torah, using Torah to, to elevate ourselves. So we mentioned just now, to work on self-improvement. It's a big thing. They told the story of a great Rav who was smoking, smoking, smoking cigarettes and having tea and learned Torah Gashmak. Well, he got to get sick one day because of the smoking. And then after he got well, he still was feeling terrible. And all of a sudden, he can't pick up a cigarette, of course. We're talking about 50, 60, 70 years ago. It was different. And the doctor came in, Malachim Abbas, what are you doing? Trying to kill yourself in the shock, this person. All of a sudden, stop cold turkey. And we have these situations in all life. If it Something's going haywire in the home from being realistic with unexpected situations with things happening because we're not keeping routines. But it's a, a big thing that there are shocks happening. So first thing we should do is start looking at oneself to think about change. And we mentioned with that, you can be shocked. Instead of being shocked, you can think of how good you have things, how good... You know, Hashem, being married, having family, what you have. And that should drive you to improve. And then we mentioned all this, the Malbum says, you go in the right way with yourself, you will see miracles. And then we said about the noise, you're looking outside of oneself objectively to try to improve. And then we told the story of the Kilkel, of a father went to a meeting dealing with his son, but what he did was reflect on his own self also before. And he said, I'm going to look at myself. Maybe I had lack of aim. Maybe I didn't pay tuition. Maybe I have to fix certain things. 
This is happening in situations. Abis nefesh, trouble with the child, trouble with yourself, trouble with the parent, trouble with anything. Is because I. It's happening for me because maybe I did a kilkul, or maybe for me because I have to make a tikkun. Think how you can fix yourself. May I have to pay tuition? May I have to work on my own kibave? Maybe I have to work on certain things. Be more kind, more sensitive, hardworking, whatever it is. And then make the tikkun, the father told me the meeting went so smooth. And you saw Hashem send this very clear. That's not because you go to hardship and then it comes out good at the end. No, through the hardship is work. If we leave that part out, there's work. Maybe there's a kilkel in me. Maybe I did something wrong. Maybe whatever it is. And then go over how to make fixing. Fix yourself. Fix yourself. Fix yourself. All of a sudden you utilize this hard moment. So then you will grow from it, and Hashem, like the Mamba said, will produce miracles. This is Ben C. Young Griper, 718-339-6020. And that's 947-927-8398. And www.jradio.com. We also have a slocha and bracha and everything, rukhnias and gashmias.